going to go ahead and get started. The Legos are out of town. They are in, uh, I think they're still in Rockford right now. Uh, unless, no, they came back to Rockford last night. I was on the phone with them. So unless they left again this morning before I got here. Uh, yeah, they, they were up at AJ's and then they bounced back down last night. So uh, I think they're flying, are they flying out tomorrow? I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, nobody knows. They're flying out to Arizona here eventually. Uh, but uh, I am I stole my Sunday school class back for the morning. So here we are. Um, Genesis chapter 22 is where we are. I was hoping we were going to get up to the lessons on Job before I got in here, but we didn't. So uh, uh, we're back with Abraham and Isaac. And so Genesis chapter 22 is where we are today. Uh, by the way, I do apologize. Uh, I don't I haven't proofed all of the uh, uh, take-home sheets, and your memory verse at the top of the sheet on last week's for this morning is wrong by one word. Uh, so Brother John caught that for me, uh, so I'll correct that for next time we go uh, with the take-home sheets. Oh, Karen caught it? All right, well, Karen caught it and called him, so uh, there is a word missing in Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, your memory verse, and it should be uh, the Lord, uh, Abraham offered up Isaac. There's no up on your paper. Up is in the verse. So uh, when you say it today, make sure you slide that word in there because it belongs. All right, Genesis chapter 22. I apologize for that. I will correct that uh, for future, future notes, which is strange because on the actual notes for the lesson, they have the verse right. So I don't know how they didn't transfer it right, but they didn't. So uh, we'll, we'll fix that ourselves. Genesis 22, verse number one. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Uh, and so we know, uh, you're probably very familiar with Genesis chapter 22, uh, but here he is, and we're going to talk about Abraham offering up Isaac and what the Lord was doing with him as well as what Abraham's choices uh, showed. So let's have a word of prayer and we'll, we'll get into the lesson this morning. Father, we thank you for the day and I thank you for your goodness, for your mercies, for the compassion that you have for us, Father, your protection and your greatness to us. Lord, you're a wonderful God, and I do pray you'd help us, Lord, as we look to the Scriptures today and turn its pages, I pray you'd give us a lot of people would go to, well, God doesn't tempt anybody, right? This is, this is terrible. He's tempting, right? Uh, James, God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. Uh, the statement is tempting them with evil. Uh, that's, that's the contrast. Uh, the temptation here is a temptation of testing. He's going to test him. He is showing Abraham ultimately what is in Abraham's heart and what he is looking for. Uh, and God tells him he's going to go to uh, the land of Moriah and offer a uh, burnt offering. And that offering is his son Isaac. Uh, interestingly enough, his statement about it is, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac. Well, doesn't he have another son? Well, yeah, he's got Ishmael, right? Uh, he, he does have another son. Except in God's eyes, this is the only son of promise. He wasn't supposed to have the other one. Uh, and so this is his only son because this is the only heir that God promised the seed that would continue. Although he does do great blessings for Ishmael, and he, we saw all that with Hagar and, and how God was laying it all out. Uh, but the truth is, this is the only son of promise. 
Ishmael wasn't promised. He wasn't the answer. He wasn't that God didn't count him in what his statement is right here. He has purposely chosen Isaac to be the one who's blessed. He's purposely chosen for Abraham to understand that's, that's the son of promise. And that's why Abraham loved him. He loved him more because of that. Because it's the fulfillment of God's promises. And so uh, I won't continuing there, but uh, here he is and he's, he's commanded him. He says, hey, uh, get thee to, into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering. Now we know he's going to go up on one of the mountains. Uh, we know he is uh, going to go to the land of Moriah. Now interestingly enough, uh, Moriah was, must have been a mountain range. It's an area. Uh, but look over, hold your place right here. We're going to come right back. Look at Second Chronicles. Chapter 3, 2 Chronicles chapter 3, we'll be right back in, in Genesis 22 in a moment, but uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 3 and verse number 1, then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord at Jerusalem in Mount Moriah, oh, where the Lord appeared unto David his father in the place that David had prepared in the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. Uh, that's where Solomon's going to build the temple, is ultimately the mountain range, the mountain of Moriah. And so you say, where is, where is Abraham going to journey? Well, he's going to take, we know he's going to take a three-day journey. We'll read that in a second. And he's going to go to the land of Moriah. And ultimately, uh, now I can't guarantee he's on the exact same mountain, but he looks, it appears that he is about to be in the place where Jesus Christ is set to be crucified later. A different offering for the loved son and the only son. Uh, amazingly enough. And so either way, it is definitely around the place of Jerusalem. Uh, the land of Moriah and Mount Moriah, those are obvious comparatives. So back to Genesis 22 we go. Uh, and he is going to take him, notice in verse number 3, he's going to take and uh, they're going to go. And it was verse number 4, the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. So it's a it's a journey he's about to take. It's a three-day journey. Uh, I hope I don't have to go over the significance of three days uh, repeatedly through the scriptures. Um, but it's there, and they chose it, and the Lord chose the place. Now, uh, God is looking to test, and God is looking to test the faith, try the faith uh, of Abraham. The temptation is the question of whether or not you're going to be tempted to do the right thing or if you're going to push off what God has told you to do and do the wrong thing, disobey. And that's the place that Abraham's in right now. Uh, he has to choose. Uh, God wants to try and test the faith of Abraham. Of course, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 17, your memory verse, By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Uh, that, is, that is the question. Are you going to do it by faith and trust what God said? Uh, it's a question of faith. Uh, it doesn't make sense, but it is a question of faith. God wants to know if Abraham fears him or not. Uh, the fear of God, the choice, the decision is, what do I fear? Fear of God is not the question of, well, do I trust him? reverentially and just because he's great and he's going to be good to me and so I can no it's the question of God told me and if I don't do it whom the Lord loveth he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth 
The fear of the Lord is don't fear him that can destroy the body only, but fear him that is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. That God ultimately is the judge of our actions and what we're going to do and say and think and be. God is going to bring judgment, and if we decide we're going to go against him, we understand we have to bear the consequences of those decisions. And here's Abraham, and he's got a great choice to make. Uh, he's got a choice between his own son and that he had gotten the promise for, or he's got to choose God who gave him the promise. That's the choice. Uh, God wants to see if he's going to fear him. He says it in verse number 12 here of this chapter. We haven't read this yet, but uh, we will get there eventually. But he says, and he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. Why? For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. You believe me and you, you understand, you're afraid that I can bring judgment. Uh, you realize that if God wants to take Isaac, he doesn't need Abraham to offer him. That's the thing we think. We think, well, if I, I don't want God to do that, so I'm going to withhold even though he asked me. If God wants it, he'll take it. <laughs> you aren't going to be able to keep it from him. What are you going to do, hide it? Uh, you know, well, you're going to secure that in your own hands and be able to take Well, no, if the Lord wants it, he's just going to take it. He wants to know if you're willing to offer it. He wants to know if you're willing to give it to him because that shows you that he that not only do you fear him because he could take it if he wanted to take it, but it also shows that you love him, that you're willing to give. There's a twofold purpose to what he is doing with, with Abraham here. He wants those things. Most Christians don't either. When the, uh, most of the time God instructs us to do something, uh, the choice is to walk by faith or not. Here he is and he's talking to, he's talking to Abraham and he says, okay, you're either going to do this by faith